How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right. Wait, he's not. He's not to my right today. For the first I am time, not to your right. Not to my right. I'm looking at my right. You're not there. We are in, we're, in, we're in separate places right now. So I actually, what is the intro now? As always, with me, my host mm-hmm. and my dad, Noel Teal. And we've gotten an, we, we, we've gotten an exciting show to talk about some uh, NFL rumors. We've yeah. got Wentz trades. Uh, the Wentz trade rumors are here. Uh, last week, we said we were going to talk about him this week as we were recapping the Super Bowl. Where's Wentz going? Is he is he done in Philly, which Adam Schefter feels like he is? Uh, Ian Rappaport, he agrees with him. The the GMs around the league thinks he's done, and, and it hurts time to take over there. But where, we'll discuss where he's going to go. Also, Taylor Heineke got an extension. Uh, Ta- Taylor Heine, Heine Goat was kind of his nick- nickname as he played really good against the Goat in the playoffs. Almost took him down. But he got an extension from Washington. We'll talk about their quarterback situation. And then we're just going to continue on the NFC East, and we're going to talk about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys and what's going on with his contract situation. What is, what are the, what's going to happen with him and the Cowboys in their discussion? And also, NBA power rankings are back. We we, we took a, a another week off because of of the Super Bowl. Football's done. We got we're going to be weekly NBA power rankings, talking more about hockey. We're going to get we're, we got to get some people on here to talk college basketball, kind of inform us on college basketball don't you think do we ever absolutely yeah, uh I, I know some of the teams i i just gotta get i gotta get briefed for march madness because i i have to win a uh i gotta win a uh a bracket tournament this year because for uh fantasy football didn't go the way i wanted it still still reeling from your losses huh yeah i am so uh yeah we got a lot of stuff to talk about and break down let's run it Let's start with our news and our rumors in sports today. We're going to focus on the football side to start the episode. And let's start with uh, Taylor Heineke. He gets an extension from the uh, the Washington football team. Gets a two-year, I believe, $8 million extension to come back for Washington. And, I mean, it's just amazing that this guy was – I mean, I mean, he was a – I believe he went back to college to get his degree and then was called back to start a playoff game, and now he's got a two-year, $8 million extension. And now can for the next two years can probably sit cleanly as probably a backup. Like I don't know if they're they're committing to you know starting him, but at least he's on the team for probably a year, you know maybe two, and he's locked up for a couple million dollars. I mean that's one way to you don't have to go back to school anymore. I think. <laughs> well, if we could all get that job, we would take it. Right. But this makes I mean this was a perfect signing. I mean he looked great in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He, he's definitely a better quarterback than Kyle Allen. I mean so. I still think Alex Smith is going to be the starter, but why with Alex Smith's history, how do you not have a backup that at $4 million per year or, you know, per year, how, how's that not a good play? Yeah. And you're already not paying Alex Smith that much money anyway. Yeah. I mean, you have Smith, then you have, uh, uh, Heineke, then you have Kyle Allen who also got hurt that, uh, Ron Rivera likes a lot. And then they've been linked to Cam Newton They've been linked to drafting a quarterback. Do, do you really like, think, AJ, do you think Cam Newton will be on a team next year? 
Um, or is his career over? Do I think he'll be on a team? Yes. Do I think he should be on a team? No. I think he's done. I think his NFL career is over. I think he's... There's nothing... He was... He was For three games, he looked like prime Cam, and then the rest of the games last year looked like the same Cam I saw in Carolina the last couple of years. And I don't see how you could possibly... He could possibly get signed to be a starting quarterback unless... Oh, he won't team. be a starting quarterback anywhere. No yeah, way. I mean... The only, I mean, the only team I could see if Washington really didn't want to go with Heineke, really didn't want to go with Smith, and they wanted to roll with Cam Newton, which I don't see happening. So the answer is no. I don't see him as a starting quarterback. As a backup, sure. I don't think he'll I be think, a starting quarterback. Though. I, I think he's going to have trouble finding – all right, maybe as a backup or a third string. But there's no job in the National Football League. He'll get a backup he's, job. He'll get yeah, a backup probably. job. But I mean, Kyle he Allen might, is also a free For all we so. know, he might stay with the – he might stay with the Patriots as a backup job if they draft someone. Maybe yeah. if if but but with Kyle Allen being a free agent is probably going to get an opportunity somewhere else to be a backup mm-hmm. somewhere else. I I think this Heineke signing was a great one. I, I think Alex Smith is is definitely your starter, but you know I mean look he's fragile and and if I get somebody like Heineke can come in and and save the day, you know. He looked like a prototypical quarterback to me. Yeah, he was good. I mean, it's I mean, it's a the salary or the the contract is like a one is off one game, and off that one game, he was pretty good. And the players yeah, but he also played. He, he played. He played six games with Carolina. He started one of yeah. them, right? I think he he went like two seventy four and a touch, and like he he's definitely a guy who could get the job done. I'm not saying he's you know Brady or Mahomes. And and but, another problem is that their you know their their draft pick is is down in the late teens you know for the because they made the playoffs so yep. quarterback is probably not the way to go either uh, on in the first round no so this year it's gonna be heineke smith uh, i don't see them going out and signing one because i really think if they're gonna get a quarterback there's not there's not a quarterback right now that you're gonna go get that's pretty much better than heineke or alex smith they're all kind of mediocre this year if they're gonna fully rebuild and get a new quarterback they're gonna draft one and that's not gonna be till next year at the you know, at the least, because they're not. I don't see how they draft one with a you know that well, late first round pick. First of all, this quarterback class is not mediocre. No, no, right? the, I mean, no. The quarterback class is not the. Free, I was meant the free. Agency. Oh, the free agency market. Like they're yeah. not going to go out and sign someone that's going to be that much better than than no. uh, Heineke or Alex Smith. Like if no, they're going to draft mean, one, yeah. I, they they're going to have to trade up. They're going to yeah. have to wait for a Trey Lance to fall, maybe, or take a Mac Jones or a. Or a Kyle Trask later in the first or the second, which I don't see. That's the way they want to go either. I don't either. No, I think this team is. They feel that they won the NFC East. They're a couple of players away from doing it again. Mm-hmm. And if their quarterback play stays consistent, having another weapon on offense mm-hmm. is definitely what they need. You know, and maybe even adding another corner. But th- this team does not need a quarterback in the first round. No, I did. I agree. Uh, but then. Uh, Another team in the NFC is the uh, Eagles, which is our main story today. Uh, Carson Wentz, he's he's been in, in the trade rumors, uh, but the backup quarterback for the Eagles. That's the backup quarterback for the Eagles. Yeah, God, I don't even remember the last time I saw him play. So the last time you saw him play, he I don't know the last time exactly, but I if I had to guess, it was somewhere it was something like 150 yards passing, three interceptions, something probably <laughs> along that stat line. I don't know. Does, like, it, I'd have to does it does it hurt your soul to see Carson Wentz fall from grace? No, not it doesn't really. It, doesn't. it really doesn't. <laughs> like as long as the it actually it hurts that he's going to get traded because I really I've said this before I really think Hurts is a 
can really develop into a great, a really good player. I think yeah. he showed signs of, and especially in that Arizona Cardinal game last year, that he is a he's a good he's a good player. And I think finally they're making the right decision. What I don't understand is they hired Nick Sirianni, which I thought was them trying to get the best, you know, the the um, the uh, Frank Wright prototype yep. to keep Wentz around because that's the whole thing. I thought I thought Peterson wanted. Uh, he wanted Hurts. That's the whole reason he benched Wentz. And Lurie and the the owner and the GM wanted Wentz because they they put all that money into him and thought he was a, still a franchise quarterback. So that's why I thought they fired Doug Peterson in the first place, not just because of the last right. game sequence, but that's why I really thought they fired him. But obviously, I guess not at this point. So Wentz... Well, yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> it... it that marriage is over. I mean, he is moving. I, I don't think there's any way that Carson Wentz is staying. And they the said it was this. They, I mean, they this was news coming out about on the weekend, maybe Monday. They said it was going to be as quick, maybe as this week, that he goes to a team. And two of the teams that they, you know, we can talk about what are the best places for him to go. And I'll I'll start with just the teams that have been mentioned. It's obviously the Colts are in the market for a quarterback. They're going to make a move for some quarterback, whether mm-hmm. it's Deshaun Watson, a player as good as Deshaun Watson, or a player as mediocre or a project that has potential and Wentz, maybe it's a Trubisky at the lowest end. Maybe they draft someone. I, they're going to do something. What what will they do? I don't think anyone knows. I don't even think they know. I, I think it's so early in the offseason that they're just kind of seeing what it'll take to get each one of these guys. I think they've they've you know dug their toes in on, on Watson. I think that if it was such a good, if it was a good enough deal, as of now, they would have already done it. So what that tells me is that obviously the Texans are asking a lot and they're kind of seeing, if is there another player that uh, can Wentz at one time was one of the best quarterbacks in the league in 2017. Can we get yeah. back to that and not and not give up four first-round picks and maybe only give up a first? So I... Do, I, I do, yeah. yeah, but do, do you know that, like, I mean, looking over Carson Wentz's career, right? I mean, he's basically averaged 250 and two touchdowns every game. Mm-hmm. That, and that's with a horrific last year, year and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, if somebody could get that guy's head on straight, he was an MVP-type caliber quarterback. And how in God's creation is the Indianapolis Indianapolis Colts not have made a trade for this guy yet? I mean, he had his best years with Reich. They just signed, uh, what's his name, the Press Taylor, the, the assistant you know, passing coach, who also worked under Reich with Carson Wentz. It's like the perfect marriage. It's like Brady going to Tampa Bay with a phenomenal defense, weapons everywhere, a running game, a great line. I don't understand. Carson Wentz should be basically going, I'll play for next to nothing. Thank you for getting me out of Philly, and this is going to be my next best chance to be a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I think that, honestly, I think it's it's like what I just said. I think they don't really know exactly what they want as of now. I think that they are literally asking around. I'm pretty sure... I'm sure they've asked for for Russell Wilson because he's awesome in the news. Uh, not enough to talk about it on a show because it's very unlikely that he gets traded. But he's expressed frustration. Impossible. He's expressed uh, frustration in in the Seahawks. I'm sure they've called on him. I'm sure teams have called on him. I think right now it's just so early, and the New Year League or the new league year as is like a month away even. And I think that that the Eagles, when they saw the Stafford trade, kind of got a little happy because I think. They're going to ask for a first and something else for Wentz. Whether mm-hmm. that's a first and take a bad contract, 
you know, with it, whether that's a a, fir or a first and a second, maybe that's two firsts. I don't know what they're asking. They're definitely asking a first. That's been established. They're asking for a first round pick. In and if I'm the draft. Colts, I'm fine paying that price. I agree. You I are think, literally a quarterback away. I think they're in the same situation like the Rams. Like the Rams, we didn't complain about them giving up the two first round picks because we said that they don't, what is a pick at pick 24 going to do for them to win a Super Bowl this year? Not a lot right. because they don't have many holes. If you look at Indianapolis, it's not as good. They, their defense is good. It's not as good as the Rams stacked all around, but they they have a good, they have good corners. They have a good, good safeties. They have very good linebackers and their defensive line is is okay that's been the only kind of part where they probably should improve their their edge rushers and and kind of inside but you can get Forrest those Butler. guys in the second but third and fourth rounds of the draft that as well and they also have like the third most cap space like they never spend cap space their cap space i, I think i saw space. like 55 million or something it's like some insane number yeah. I, I just don't understand how the, these deals take so long to happen yeah and then on, on yeah on offense it's the same thing their offensive line is arguably the best in the league they have weapons they have a great young running back it's the same thing as the rams in terms of they have every spot kind of filled a quarterback away use that first round of trade i do it if, if i were the i do it if i were the colts i think Wentz kind of would fit good in there protect him give him weapons he probably would i'm sure he would would succeed and bounce back from from last year but then you right. have the and the, Col and the Colts. Well, the Colts were like three, like were a couple of plays away from beating Buffalo right. and going. They were. In the they playoffs. were. I, like we said, they were a quarterback not only away from a Super Bowl. They were a quarterback away of winning that game because, like we were talking totally. about, Philip Rivers going down that last drive was just not good. God awful. Yeah. Right. And you can't tell me Carson Wentz is in an upgrade at this stage in his career versus where Phil Rivers is. Is it? It is. And then you have the Bears who are uncertain about Trubisky. They're uncertain because they traded for Foles. What he wasn't good after um, after they traded for him and tried to play him over Trubisky. Trubisky was good ending last season. So do you? Trubisky is a, I believe a free agent because there's a if they don't want to extend him, I believe he becomes a free agent. I think that Foles, obviously Foles is still under contract. Do they do something where Foles goes back to Philly? Does is it something where they? Just where they keep Foles as the backup and and have Wentz come in that offense, but I think if you if they trade for Wentz, I don't see much of a difference besides a defensive upgrade when he right. if he gets traded to the Bears because I, I mean agree. I think we all agree that Al Robinson is gone. He's you know he has publicly said that he does not feel like I I don't think he wants to play there anymore. I don't think he no I, agree. I think he would yeah, like to move on. That means you have yeah. basically no weapons. Their offensive line is getting older and is not as good as it once was. And you have David Montgomery who tweeted yesterday, you know, not he is under contract, but he said he did tweet. Uh, let me get the tweet here. I met so many great people in Chicago. It's been a great time playing here. Does that, does that raise some some questions? Is that maybe a trade? Maybe so you have a, and then you have a running back who had one good year this year and not many great before that. So it's I think it's the, are you really it's the same thing as when we said Deshaun Watson the Jets like okay that's great that's a worse situation. I think if he's going to the Bears that's probably like the same or even a worse situation. Because I uh, think the Bears totally are trending I think in it's the wrong direction. Way worse. Yeah. I, you know I totally agree. I think Allen Robinson is gone. They have been talking about they're going to make a big play for Kenny Galladay, which would be interesting. Um, but interesting. You know I think. I don't know. I just think that the Bears need to go draft somebody the, better. The Bears, the Bears need a a offensive rehaul uh, because they have yeah. had they had the defense for two years past. 
They added this year where they were okay. I think they have a year or two more. And then guys on the defense are just going to get older. Like Khalil Mack, we saw this year, wasn't as impactful. He's getting older. We we yep. saw we see guys on the defensive line. They're guys that are were are past yeah, their Quinn, prime almost. It's almost like the, the it's almost like the Philadelphia Eagles. Like when you look on paper, like Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Darius Slay, like guys like that, you're like, dang, these are like all pro players. Yeah, but they're like 35, like thir- yeah. in, their, in their mid 30s. Like maybe five years ago, this is an all pro defense. It's kind of the same thing as the Bears. So I think if he gets traded there, it's kind of like a you're not putting him into a situation to win. Agree, but I do love Darnell Mooney. I'm really high on this guy. Sure. I think he's going to be a breakout star. Yeah, watch watch him be. next year in fantasy football. He's going to be amazing. But other than those two teams, it really gets down to just kind of speculation because is there some scenario where he can get to where Houston and, and them can work out a deal? Is, you know, with no. Watson and him, I don't. The salary is kind of. I don't think anyone. Why would they do that? I mean, they they pretty much have told you they want Jalen Hurts to be the starting quarterback. Yeah. Why would Philadelphia? Why would they want? And and they don't have the that. cap room for for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. The only other team that really has the cap room that could make any sense is the Patriots. And the you and, know, and I see the Patriots. I the only quarterback I saw I I could see the Patriots doing is is Deshaun Watson. But when you look at the Patriots organize, organization as a history, they don't like trading and giving up a lot of draft picks they don't like signing big players like that's just the that's bill belichick since since he's taken over he doesn't like doing the he, the he big may not like doing it, stuff but he is not starting jared stidham either no that, i'll tell you that cam newton and jared Stid, and jared stidham will not start at quarterback next year for the new england patriots i will bet agree. you that it'll be no, De, it'll be some something of deshaun watson carson wentz a rookie Mitchell Trubisky, it's going to be someone. It's not going to be those two. I'll tell you that he can. He's you, not going back with, with them. You know what? You know what would be really cool would be a three way trade where uh, Garoppolo goes back to the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, Wentz goes to San yeah. Fran, and the Eagles get a bunch of draft picks. Well, I said just around San Fran. I said this, and I still stand by it. San Fran will not change quarterbacks. Jimmy Garoppolo will be the starting quarterback there. They, oh, you want to bet? I'll bet on that. I, I think that, okay. that San Fran has not once publicly said that they – I mean, I get that teams don't go out and just say they want to trade for a quarterback. There has been few rumors that have said they wanted to upgrade. I think that their quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo. He will be the quarterback next year. I think that – ha- I mean, they'll give him one more year at the least. If he's traded at the trade deadline or next season, I'll see that. But I don't see – there's nothing that's told me that he he will be traded. So – I think San Fran's off the board. All the rumors that you saw for Stafford, those I don't, I didn't believe those I, for his. I time. have this gut. I have this gut feel that he's he's going to be on the move. That they just they just can't. The only, count the only on other him. quarterback I've seen for Patriots is Mariota because he had a strong kind of when he filled in for Carr a couple games last year. Maybe I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's either. a good idea either. And then but, where does Jameis Winston in? Oh, you see, you still have Winston in in New Orleans. But I'm saying, is he going to stay in New Orleans? Is he yeah. going to be the starter? Yeah, I think he'll be the starter next year. I think that was the Over, whole reason they signed him. Yeah, but you you really don't think Hill's going to be the starter? Honestly, this might become a, a shocker to people. Taysom Hill might be might not be on the team next year. Taysom Hill might be one of those uh, off season cuts or a trade. Get, can we get him? Can we get him for the Cowboys? I'm all in. <laughs> I'm be, all in. People will be all over him, but he's oh. one of those guys that got a contract that was like, yeah, he's a good player, but he got paid a lot to be a utility player, and when you look at that cap situation, something's got to – they can only restructure so many deals and Drew Brees retiring he's, can only take off so much cap. Someone's dude, gotta, he's worth every penny. 
Someone's got to be cutting something. So if you're not going to, if you got a quarterback already, like I understand he's valuable, but it's a business. Some guys got to well, cut. And some, you know what really stinks is mm-hmm. that the salary cap is going down considerably. Yeah, you know, but this year it might it, it is it might be a little higher than most people think. I think that that that's one thing they said that like it could be ten million, fifteen million, maybe twenty higher than it was it was sought but, to be, but it's still gonna be lower than normal. But that's a player or two that you're not gonna have on your team this year because right. of it. Exactly. And that stinks. Yeah, and back to Wentz just to wrap him up. I think that is literally it is the Bears, it is the Indianapolis Colts, the two teams that have been rumored. I think it's 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 narrow. It's two teams that can go at them. I think the Bears ultimately are not that desperate because I I think that they'll try to get Trubisky back maybe on a on a short term, cheap contract. I think that they'll try to draft a quarterback. I don't think they they want to do something with Wentz because he's. I think they want someone that's proven and that's if they're gonna really give up something to get a quarterback. They're going to get someone that's proven, not someone that they don't know that if he can ever be the same player he was. With the Colts, they have everything to surround Wentz to be to be the player he once was, and they'll take that risk for just a first or, or something else with it. Mark mark my words, he will be a Colt. He'll be, that's where you're going with. He will be a Colt. He will, he will 100% be a Colt. I'm, I'm with you. I think he will. I think that is the – it's like a – it's a I, – I said it with Matthew Stafford. I thought the Colt – the Colts is his, and I think if if the Rams, if Jared Goff was fine and there was no question, I think he would have been a Colt. I think it's the same thing here. Like, it's a perfect scenario yep. for both teams. Yep. And our uh, final story, continuing on with the NFC East, we're staying here today with our Dallas Cowboys and uh, talking Dak Prescott. And I don't like to talk about this situation a lot because we talked about it last offseason. We talked about it during the season. We talked and about nothing it. has changed. We talked about it at the end of the season, and we're still talking about it now. And there hasn't been an extension. There hasn't been a deal. So there hasn't been rumors. All these, it, you know, the craziest part is, is since two years ago or a year and a half ago, whatever. Since these, since this started, all the rumors. I don't care what you say and what the. I don't care what the. I don't. I don't really care if it's Adam Schefter. It's all. It's all just rumors and it's all just Dallas Cowboy publicity. We have not heard one thing on by Dak Prescott, Jerry Jones about a contract besides the words we're working on it or it's going to get done. That is the only words we've heard. All the all the 5 years 180 million, all the 4 years 120 with 100 gear, all those numbers, they're just not it's it's just speculation and and mm-hmm. all that. I don't care what the source is, it's just speculation. Right. It's just Dallas AJ. Cowboys publicity. And nothing's happened, so it's just annoying at this point. If you don't believe him as a in his in him as a quarterback, then move on. You're you're wasting time, in my opinion. AJ, did you notice the whole explosion on social media? I did. That the Cowboys put the hype video out for the year, and he's not even in it. I mean, if you really look at that and think that it means something, then you're dumb because the social Why? media team, the social, you think. The social media. Look, is it dumb that they didn't put him in it? Yeah, but it it's just he's your biggest star. It's the social media team, and the social media team he made an oopsie, and it's nothing more star. than that. It's nothing. You more can't than be that. that retarded, okay? You can't be that 
ignorant. You can't be that just laissez-faire that you don't put your biggest star in the 2021 hype video. How, like I saw some uh, Dominic Foxworthy. He was awesome on uh, yeah, Get Up. Yeah, I, I watched it. Yeah, it was awesome. But he was totally right. That video should have started with "Guess who's Dak?" You know, I mean. I'm coming back. Look at my Great. feet. So, my so that, fine. In my opinion, I'll play devil, devil's advocate here. In my yeah. opinion, it means nothing. It's the, the social media team. It's just a separate team that they made a dumb mistake and it is what it is. It's the social media team. If you're taking if you're taking analysis from that, then get out okay. of here. Fine. If you want I'm me to play devil's advocate, fine. then I, I think that. that if this is really, if all of this has been going on for two years and now this hype video comes out with not him in it, he's done. You obviously... Don't believe I'm him as a quarterback. That, then you don't. Then <laughs> then he's he's not. That he's leaving because okay. he's you couldn't put him in because he's not on the team anymore. Like I, I don't know I get what. That. That's not what I'm saying. Is. What I'm saying is is I think more and more the 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 chances that Dak is not our future quarterback are becoming equally yes. as possible yes. as him being our long term answer. I agree. It, it started out as ninety nine and one in percent yeah. in percents. Then it was ninety ten. Then it was kind of 75, 20. Right now it's 50, 50. It is straight 50, 50. It can lean either way. It really is. At the end of the day, what the Cowboys are is they're scared to pay a quarterback that is a top 10 quarterback. In my opinion, a top seven quarterback. They are scared to do it because Jerry Jones, all he sees is Super Bowls and he doesn't, he doesn't have one from, from Dak Prescott. So what he's looking at is no Super Bowls coming off an injury. I didn't want to pay him before this, so why should I pay him the forty million now? That, that's because what he's he, no, no. That's what he's seeing. I know that, but didn't he watch last year without him? So what? What is the answer? Andy Dalton's not taking you to a Super Bowl. Trey Lance is not taking you to a Super Bowl. Uh, Fitzpatrick, Mitchell Trubisky, Carson Wentz. These guys are not taking you with the team that we have right now to a Super Bowl. You need a top five quarterback to overcome the other issues that the Cowboys face. Pay this guy already. I don't understand. Spread it out over a million years. Pay him more money to spread it out so Dak goes, okay, fine. I don't have to worry about the next contract. Pay him a baz- like like Mahomes. Pay him a bazillion dollars. Spread it out over time so that it's not a big cap hit. And get this effing contract done. But I don't get it. What I'm, what I'm saying is that this is what Jerry Jones is saying. At the end of the day, Jerry Jones is wrong or his son is wrong. Whoever's doing this contract discussion, which I'm assuming it's both of them and other people mm-hmm. – within the organization at the end of the day when you look at when you look back at this deal and worst what, what's the worst case scenario he wins two playoff we, we go to the playoffs twice and he loses two games like i'm just saying worst case scenario like he doesn't fulfill up to super bowl but you make the playoffs twice whatever and you pay him 38 40 million dollars like people people don't realize that the going if, if you would have signed him back in, in two years ago you'd have paid him jared goff money it would be a, a you would be looking Steel. back and laughing right now that at the Correct. contract you pay him right. forty million now. There's guys coming up that are go- make 42, that are going 45. to be making forty two, forty five. Eventually catching up to Mahomes and making fifty. Agreed. The going there. There's a reason that there is a going rate because that is what the quarterback gets paid. There are Agreed. you know how many teams out there that are waiting to offer Dak Prescott probably forty five million dollars mm-hmm. to over four years or whatever he wants. Literally, they're going to. I mean, the Miami Dol. Maybe not the Miami Dolphins now, but. The Miami Dolphins, the Texans, uh, the the Pitts, maybe the even the Pittsburgh Steelers, maybe uh-huh. you know, but with Ben still there, I don't know. The New Orleans Saints are you know if they could get cap, 
are sitting. There's just an example of teams. I'm trying to just figure out teams, you know, off off the top of my head right now. Yeah. The, number one, the, I, I can't believe the I Jets, the, mm-hmm. the the New England Patriots, the New England Patriots would Bill, Bill Belichick. If you saw Dak Prescott hit the open market. This is yeah. what he would do. He would cut every player he could to make a cap. He would trade every player, and he'd say, "Dak Prescott, what do you want? You want he forty? You want you want five years, forty-five? You got it. He has. You the want cap it? You room. want seventy-five percent guaranteed? You got it. People yeah. don't understand that once the guy, once this guy hits the open market, and he's not fran- if obviously he's going to be franchise tag. But I'm just saying, theoretically, if he was to hit the open market, teams would be throwing money at this guy." That you would look at once he signs a deal, and you would just be like, "Why did you know how much money for this guy?" Because people don't understand this doesn't happen in the NFL. Top seven quarterbacks, top eight quarterbacks don't hit the open market in the NFL. It just doesn't happen. Here's my biggest takeaway. Okay, I don't understand why it would behoove the Cowboys to tag him again. Right. If you're going to pay him thirty eight million dollars on the tag and basically say that we don't think of you as our long term solution because we can't get a long term contract done, but we're going to tag you. So we have you on the team for one more year. So you have a disgruntled quarterback. You have a quarterback who's going to leave you in a year and you're going to pay him basically what you're almost what you're going to pay him out. No, no, you would actually pay him more. If right. you, it's a you bigger pay him more because if you actually extend cap. him, which I don't understand, it's it's so funny that me, you, and every other average fan out there knows more about contracts and salary cap than the own general manager and the owner of the football <laughs> team. Because if you actually offer him a long term contract over four or five years or however many years, it doesn't matter. You spread the contract out, you backload the contract, and it actually ends up being paid more like thirty to thirty four million this year rather than the thirty eight on the tag. Which is yep. you're actually freeing up cap space, which this it makes even more it just more which, nonsense. Okay, but it makes you makes you believe for there's some other reason that the Joneses do not want Dak Prescott to be the the long term answer. It makes I, you think, and I don't just, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I don't, don't get it. It's very confusing because you want to think that okay, fine, you're gonna tag him. Then what's the plan after that? What what happens next right. year? What's the expectation next year? And do we draft a quarterback at ten? I mean, I mean, if, we have so no, many other if, needs. It, let, let's say they franchise franchise time. What's your expectation next year to go win a Super Bowl? Well, if you're going to win a Super Bowl next year, first of all, you're going to have to spend some money on a either a safety, a corner, or a defensive tackle, and you're going to have to draft seven defensive players that are really good and bank but on they your won't. and your offensive tackles coming back. If if they tag Dak, they're going to draft a quarterback at ten. If he, if one of the top five guys is there, they have to. If you don't have a quarterback next year, what are you, what are you running with? You're not running with Ben DiNucci. I uh, it, it's you know, we're, we're like we're asking these obviously we're asking these you know questions and these theoretical questions and the answers are just I don't know because it's so silly and it's so stupid to talk about that <laughs> a top once again a top seven court no matter how you rank it he's a top seven eight quarterback at the least a top eight quarterback in the NFL that you are hesitating to to sign to a long term contract. It is mind-boggling yep. to me. It doesn't make any sense any way you want to spin it. Even if you think and Dak is overrated, it's still a franchise quarterback that's half that's better than half the others in the league that you signed to the going rate of quarterbacks in the NFL. It's that simple. Agreed. So, and one last point. One last point before we move on. The Cowboys' worth as an organization mm-hmm. is only higher with Dak Prescott at the helm. Agreed. And, and so and, at the, they'll make their money back 20-fold, let alone trying to win a Super Bowl. 
I mean, it, I mean, at this point, it doesn't. There's the justification is there is no justification. It's called totally. it's called you have a football team, and the most important part of that football team is a quarterback. You have one of those. You extend him so you have that quarterback for a long time. Yep, so agreed. This is going to be something that carries out for the next couple of weeks. They have until I believe like March seventh or 9th to reach a deal or something like that, and then place a franchise tag. At this point, if I had to make a prediction, he doesn't get. He, there's there can't be. You're going to tell me that now in the next couple of weeks a, a long-term deal gets reached after two years. Why would that happen? What what leads me to believe that'll happen? I don't think it does. I think that it, it he gets tagged, and they do something next year. And mm-hmm. maybe they get to the first or second round in the playoffs. And then what happens after that? Like, I don't know. It, it's just a mess. Agreed. So uh, we'll, obviously, we'll obviously revisit this as, as we get more rumors or maybe more news on this from the, the Cowboys as the new year uh, league year gets closer. But we're gonna take news a, would be nice. Yeah, news would be nice because there is none of that uh, as of now. But we're going to take a quick break, uh, get a word from our sponsor, then we're going to uh, visit our NBA Power Rankings, our top five for the week in the NBA this week. Back on the Sports Appeal, let's talk NBA Power Rankings. We usually do our top five for the week for our Power We go back and forth, list our top five teams in the NBA. And it's hard this week because the NBA obviously is starting to, you know, just, you know the obviously in the beginning, like the Magic were really good, the Hornets, and they were off to these great starts. You know, and now it's like, oh, now the Hornets are falling back in the eighth. The Magic have like the fifth worst record in the league. And now teams, the the phonies at the beginning are falling back and the title contenders are falling towards the uh, the top. But in terms of five teams to pick this week, I'm actually leaving like two or three teams that I really like that Agreed. are just left out. Can I have a can I have a five A? I, can like, we, I really can want we, a five A. I want to I'll start with a team that I have just left out this week. And it's tough because I obviously they're a good team. It's just the way they're they're on a you know they were on a three game losing streak. They won last uh, last night, but Brooklyn is six right now for me. I think they're I'm leaving them out. They're, they're on the outside. Right on the, on they're right on the too. outside right now because obviously it doesn't take an expert to to see. It's been talked about ever since they made the Harden trade. The defense is just horrific. It's literally it, it is it is. I I saw a stat that said. This, if it keeps the same way, you know the the stats and stuff toward the end uh, the end of the season, they will be the they will be first in offensive efficiency and last in defensive efficiency. So, and it'll be the first time a team has ever done that, and that's just kind of literally that is the craziest stat I've probably ever heard in my life. Seven of their last eight games, they have given up over 120 points. Like that's, that's ridiculous. I don't care how many. I don't care if you have. LeBron James and Michael Jordan and Kevin Durant on the same team, like 120 yeah. points, and you're giving that up. Yeah, like that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, like, when and when you're averaging like 110, that's not a good formula. Right, and Kevin Durant has been out the last week because of COVID. So when you just have Kyrie and and when you just have Kyrie, and it's funny because we're saying just have Kyrie and, and James Harden, but when you just have those two and you're giving up 120, they're two great scorers. It's a lot to ask. They're, they they can have only no put up bench. so much. We're going to talk about so this all year. They have no bench. But at the end of the day, with Brooklyn, like we said, they're not going to be a top five team in the regular season come playoff time. When you have to win four games, they're going to win four games and, and be in that probably that conference championship when they're a third or a, uh, a second or three seed. I don't know. I'm not loving Brooklyn right now. I'm not loving right. it. And you're, you're, my, my, you're, you're my team that's looking. on the outside looking in that I really love is Phoenix. 
I've been I talking about Phoenix. them from the beginning the rec- of the they year. They started out shaky. That's why their record is yep. is good. You know, they're fourth in the West, but the record at fifteen and nine is kind of it just looks kind of ugly. But they are yep. on a hot streak right now, dude. They've won seven of their last eight. Yep, they look great. And you know, I mean, <laughs> Devin Booker, he's having a great year. I, I mean, and, I and that Chris dude, Paul, has, that, Chris Paul has elevated him. Devin Booker is just I don't. You can't hate the dude. He's like. He's like the nicest dude. He never starts any trouble. He's he he took sacrifice. To, I feel like he's like 23 and he's been on Phoenix for 10 years, and yep. he's just been on that team, been under the radar, and he's still one of the most underperform, uh, the most underrated players in the league. He just quietly drops about like 25, 30 points a game. He has the smoothest shot. Yep. I mean, he's just I love I love that dude. Oh, he's great. And then you know, I mean, what they're getting out of Mikael Bridges this year and. You know, Sach, Sach, uh, Sarich and um, Cameron uh, Jake Johnson's Crowder. another one that's playing good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cam, John, or Cam Johnson and, and um, Jay Crowder. This team has seven people that score for double digits. Yeah. I, I really like Phoenix. I, I think they're going to make a nice push. And they're going to be a top four team in, in the West for sure. Yeah, they. I, I think they will now. Because when you see – when I see Portland is the fifth seed under them, Portland is 13-10. and 10. I can tell you this. I stand by it. I stand by it from the beginning of the season. This is not that good of a team. They just lost uh, Nurkic to another injury. They, they, they've lost McCollum to another injury. First of all, I don't think it's that great of a team when those two are healthy. And now that they're hurt, I feel like they're always got guys that are hurt. They're not going to succeed with the guys that are hurt. If they, When they're healthy, I still see this team that is defensively just like the Nets where they just can't play defense. Lillard is such a liability on defense. I think that this team right now is going to struggle to to be in that low seated playoffs, like I said they would be. Yeah, and you know it is what it is. But Phoenix, I look, like. Look, there's there's playing. there's eight or nine really top notch teams, and and then everybody else. Yeah, I agree. And at, at five for me to start it off, I still I stand by it. I think this team is really good. Boston is my is my uh, fifth seed. But I, I don't I, know why in God's creation you think that. I can't get over. Uh, I can't get over Jason Tatum. This team. That's is, great. Well, the man crushes only goes so far. This team is uh, uh, twelve and eleven. They're just above five hundred. They dealt with Tatum out for two weeks, maybe two and a half to, to mm-hmm. uh, COVID. They dealt with Jalen Brown out a couple games to COVID and injury. Kemba Walker. Uh, Kemba out. Walker has come back and done absolutely nothing. He's averaging like five points a game. He can't shoot. So mm-hmm. take Kemba Walker out of it. Two and a half so weeks you of, your be- of your best player out. You're taking uh, uh, Jalen Brown's been out a couple games, and they're what they're, do you love they're about twelve and eleven in the fourth seed of these. I think that is that means that other guys are, are stepping up. Obviously, I think they are a center away from being really. You know, they are right now. They're they're my pick to be with the Nets in the Eastern Conference Final, and if they really want to compete with the Nets right now, they would get swept by the Nets. That's all I'm saying. Like they oh, in a in a totally. series they would get swept by the Nets. They don't have another guy besides Tatum's gonna give you thirty. Tatum's having a career year. He's an All Star this year. Yep. He's amazing. Jalen Brown's having a career. He's an All Star. You need a third guy to match up with Brooklyn, and that is a center. The perfect guy that they can go get is Nikola Vucevic. If they were to go trade for Nikola Vucevic right now, I'm telling you, that series when they're in the Eastern, I mean that's a lock for Eastern Conference Final. Them, I think they get past Milwaukee because Milwaukee is struggling. Even though you know I have them higher, just because of they are playing, you know, record-wise they're better. But I think that Milwaukee is is struggling because they're another team that's missing one more player without because you know, without Giannis and Middleton. 
Like, one of these teams in the East needs to trade for a, a center, a big dude, another scorer like Beal to compete with the Nets because they need they need a third guy. So, so for Boston, it's not Taco Fall? It's not Taco Fall. You know, he, he made a three a couple games ago, but he's not a consistent three-point shooter. But for me, the Celtics have the most – when I see 12 and 11 and with all the struggles and the injuries and all that, that to me – is a very good sign. I think Tatum is a beast. He's playing at an all-star. You have two all-stars on that team. They're 12 and 11 because of injuries and them being out. Trade for a guy. They're already fourth. Or they're already fifth on my list. Now trade for a guy and you're you're uh, you're staying there. Oh, I have them way lower. I have them probably around eight. I'm not happy with this team at all. I don't like the way they're playing. I don't like the way their bench is playing. This was a bench that last year really stepped up, but you know there's a lot of players on that team that are really struggling this year you know i mean grant well, I mean, williams here's the problem Je- jeff teague sammy ojale they're your marcus smart they're not having good years well yeah uh, smart's another one that's been hurt but teague has been okay off the bench pritchard again another guy that was in top five for rookie of the year peyton pritchard who was coming off the bench averaging like 10 or 12 got hurt like this team is 12 and 11 and everyone's gotten hurt everyone's gotten COVID. that's why it shows me that they're set up when once everyone can get back to healthy just make one trade yeah, but these guys have to score more than five points a game. Like, you're not going to win that way. Yeah. So, five. for my five, my, my number five, I have Milwaukee. So, you know, yes, I know they've had all these injuries and, and stuff, but they're still winning. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is a team that's still in the month of February has won five of their last six, and they lost, and their sixth one was a loss by one point to Phoenix. Yeah. So, you know, this is a team that is definitely still scoring, still playing well. I, I really like them. You know, they have so much scoring all the way down to DiVincenzo, you know, and uh, Brian Forbes having a really good year. Brooke Lopez is so underrated as a center. He just does everything that you need him to do. And then what the hell's with the reemergence of, of, of Bobby Portis? I thought that guy was out of the league. He's actually playing you know, good, yeah. Really good. You know, Drew Holiday, who you told me was, you know, <laughs> old and dead, is, is playing great. I have one problem I like- with this team. This They're number four for me. I just have a problem with them. And it's just, I watch them a lot. They're always on ESPN. And I see Chris Middleton actually playing really good. He's back to that all-star yes. form like he was two years ago. Chris Middleton playing good. He's a very good shooter. Uh, Brooke Lopez is playing, he's playing pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. I just see Giannis kind of struggling. And you're not going to see that from the numbers. You will never see Giannis Correct. struggling from the numbers. Because when you look at, at Giannis and you see 28 points, Shooting, uh, well, I'll get to the shooting percentage. 28, 11, and 6, you're going to say yep. uh, that's kind of MVP numbers. Yeah, because right. he, he shoots probably 25 shots a game. He's humongous. He's going to average about right. 75% of his shots in the in the paint. Look at his shooting percentages. He's shooting 25 from 3. He's shooting yep. fifty from uh, 55 from, from the field. He's shooting but 60 H- from his free throw percentages. He's... AJ. He is stru- he's struggling for Giannis MVP type numbers, right? And they're still winning. They're still winning almost every game. Yeah, they are. You know, but in, so, in terms of of their wins, when you look at their last couple of wins, I'm not saying that yeah, wins are wins. I know they beat Cleveland a couple times. They beat they beat Cleveland, I believe, I believe twice. And then when you look at their other ones, they beat Atlanta, Toronto, New Orleans, Charlotte, and uh, Denver and Portland, Portland, Denver and Port and uh, yeah. and Cleveland. Like that's teams are going to beat. I'm talking about when you got to hold teams to higher standards. If this was the Magic we're talking about, like and they're beating these teams and they're winning, that's the Orlando Magic that are winning. When you're talking about a team that is supposed to be t- uh, contending for a title and that's eventually going to go up against a a Nets, going up against a Celtic, going up if they make it to the finals against a Lakers or a Clippers team, 
right now they have no shot because Giannis has to not only shoot the ball better, not only take better shots, but they have to play better as a team because as as when Giannis doesn't have, you know, his shot going, mm-hmm. other guys have to step up. And I've seen that from Middleton. I've sort Agreed. of seen that from, from Lopez. But DiVincenzo, I don't know where that guy's been really. I think that that this is this is all on Giannis right now because look at the stats. He's playing great. Look no, honestly, this- it, it's not it's not their fault. It's your fault, AJ. It's mine. Every time you buy some of these guys trading cards, yeah, they turn out to be crap. I don't know. Maybe it's my stop bad. buying their cards. Sorry. <laughs> at uh, at had three at they were my fourth as well. But at three for me, I'm going. Um, oh, I didn't want to do it. But I have to. I don't. I don't believe in this team. But I put them at three just because they're first in the East. I'll put them at uh, the 76ers at three. What do you believe? I just. I can't get on this team right now. If you. If you wanted me to rank, because the regular season we know is one thing in the NBA. It just. It means some. It doesn't mean a lot. If you wanted me to rank title contenders right or title contenders in the East right now, yep. number one is the Nets. Number two is. Number two is uh is as uh the Bucks. I just called them the Giannis's. The Bucks. <laughs> three is Boston, and and seventy six are actually four, for me. I think no. that again. You're correct. I don't think they can win with Ben Simmons. I think they're just their ceiling. They had their best team. They they blew a lead to uh uh they they lost their best team. They lost on a double triple doink to Kawhi Leonard from the corner, which yep. was one of the greatest shots in history. Totally agree. I, that I agree. That was team. a better team. Yes. That was their best team. Their best chance to win up. And if they went to the finals, they would have won a ring because of that depleted Warriors team. And they couldn't get there then. And they were playing their best basketball with their best team. This team is is still a, a player away. Like I'm telling you, it's this is the East. You have the Nets at the top because they have these three guys. Below you have, like I said, you have Giannis and, and Middleton. You need another guy. Below that you have Tatum and Brown. You need another guy. Here you have, I'm sorry, but you have Embiid. You need two other guys. If that means trading Simmons, you got to trade Simmons. Seth Curry is the second best player on this team. He's actually having a career year. But no, Seth Tobias Curry, Harris is playing really well. Seth Curry is having a good year, but Seth Curry is not your second star. No, and I'm sorry, stop putting Tobias, Seth Curry in the second spot. T- Tobias Harris isn't either. Tobias yes, Harris is. is not Listen, that guy. I'm sorry when when you average 20 and 8 a game, you're you're having a decent season. Okay, it may not be pretty. Obviously, there are certain games that he kind of takes off, and other games he's ridiculously hot. He's inconsistent. He, yeah, yeah. I'm saying I, I, that was my point. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he's still showing up, and he's still putting up. He's averaging 20 points a game. You know, I, look, Ben Simmons plays his role. I can't do. He's the ben never Simmons going anymore. to give you 25 points. I can't do. But the he's ben going Simmons. to give you almost a triple double every right. night. But you need the 25. That's the NBA you today. You need if the you're 25 getting it from point. Harris and Curry. But I don't. I don't. I think they need another guy because, as I said, Curry can shoot. But they he, need he somebody that comes off the belt. You, you know who they need? Do you know who they need? And this team would win the NFC or the NFC. That's great. <laughs> they would win the NBA East. Though. Yeah, right. They would win the NBA East in a heartbeat with one trade, and that's Terrence Ross. If they had a lightning instant offense scorer off the bench mm-hmm. that could come in and give them double digit fifteen points a game off the bench, this team would be unstoppable. Because nobody can guard Embiid in this league. No, I, nobody. I mean, that's that's the only reason there are three here is because Embiid is the MVP right now this season. Embiid mm-hmm. is dominant. He's the best center in the in the NBA. I've been saying that for two years now. I think he is. Yep. I love Embiid. I think he's a beast. Yep. I do not see this team contending with the Nets. 
I don't see them definitely not contending in a series with the uh, the Bucks. I see it going to seven games with the uh, I'm sorry with the uh, Celtics. I don't think, and I still think the Celtics would get would get by right now, even without making a trade, which they're gonna have to without making a trade for another player. This team right now needs to make a decision what they want if they want to make a finals or they just want to go out in the first or second round because if they i believe it's time to trade ben simmons i think it's time to match and beat up with a shooting a point guard that can actually shoot threes because that's what they're missing right i mean they're just the amount of opportunities that ben simmons if he could shoot threes would present to them and how much more of a, a a dynamic player that 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 he would make the team if he could actually shoot threes or just shoot long twos how difference it uh, can make. It's just, yeah. to me, it's holding the team back. I've watched this team a couple times and games that I've watched. I just see a player that's just not that great on this team. Maybe he could go to a, a worse team and, and put up big numbers and, and be more impactful there. They need uh, to make it. He fills a role. Meanwhile, you said Philly was your number three. You meant they were your number four. Milwaukee's no, your five. I meant they were three. Three? I meant they were then, three. Then, then, then I have to sit here and wonder. <laughs> I the meant they were three. Wait, so the top three wait, 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 the wait, wait. You have to wait because I'm I'm making a point at one. I'm making a point at one. And and just there's a one A one B. I'm making a one A one B because there's a I'm making a point for the NBA this year. Okay, so so my five A of, of Phoenix, you're throwing in as a one A somewhere. Hey, you're gonna throw okay, I, I make the you. rules. I make the rules. All right, fair enough. All right. So you had so your bottom three right now are uh, Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly. Correct. Right? And your number so three? My, my, my number five was also Milwaukee, or mm-hmm. my five was Milwaukee. My four was Philly. My mm-hmm. number three, I, I'm, I'm doing this normal. My number three is the Clippers, yep. right? I mean, they're still shockingly winning, you know, uh, and, and still putting up unbelievable amounts of points. Like, I just... I, I can't believe that this team actually scores 120 points a game with, you know, all the issues and time off and, you know, this one not playing, that one not playing. But this is a team that literally, I mean, when you can get, you know, when, when, when Lou Williams is only putting up 11 points a game and you're still winning at, you know, an 18 and 8 clip, uh, this team is dangerous. You know, Paul George and Kawhi, for all their, you know, issues and, and such, are, are both putting up and or putting up all-star stats and then you just you just you get so much production on this team abaca and morris and lou williams and and nick batum you know and reggie jackson and it just it just keeps going going i mean you get down to like patrick beverly and zubach and they're still putting up eight points a game mm-hmm. being guys that are playing like literally what 15 20 minutes a night it this team is loaded yeah yep and i'll talk about it in a little bit but my number two is I gotta res- I gotta give respect where respect is due, and that's the uh, the Utah Jazz. They're at twenty and five. They just don't seem to lose, and they're beaten down on teams. Uh, the last couple how, games, they are how beaten down. Could on they teams. be your number two? They are number. Why, Please how explain. Could they be number two. For, what do you, I'm confused. What you're saying? You think they're the best team in the league? <laughs> um. By, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. All right. Let Let's just go since January eighth. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've lost one game, one. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm giving respect. Where Out respect of, is due. Okay, hold on, hold on. I wasn't finished. They've lost one game out of seventeen, and you have the audacity to put them second. 
I, I'll put Behind them in second. Two, Near, one and one A teams. It, it's really. It's just. It's just. Maybe I'll just was, skip to one and one A and one was, B. Was, and it, hold on. I'll skip was to the this L- not the was this not the list of how they look right now this week where they rank this week not where you project no, them it's to not be the, at the end of the it's year it's not the week alone i'm saying at this week in time what these teams correct are. right right so i'm saying it's at this point in time it's not projecting correct. at the end of the season yes how do you take a team that has won 17 of their last 18 games okay mm-hmm. they are fourth in the league in scoring second in the league in three-point percentage first in the league in rebounds first in the league in sh- uh three-pointers made I mean, this is a team fifth in the league in block shots. They uh, have. I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why because there's a. Okay, please. They're actually actually this. They are number one in the NBA power rankings. If uh, Los Angeles wasn't a city, they're number one. I'll give you that. Is that okay? <laughs> God. So at number one is actually there's not even a number one spot. It's just LA is. It goes two and then LA is is number one. The okay. two best teams in the NBA are the LA Clippers and the LA uh, Lakers. And actually, I flip flopped them because I've had the Lakers for the whole season. The the Los Angeles the Los Angeles Clippers are the best team in the NBA as of now. As of this week, they're the best team in the NBA. I watched I watched this team for the first time a whole LA Clippers game because I'm always watching the Orlando Magic, no matter who they play. Mm-hmm. I sat down and I said, I'm about to watch a good game, the Clippers. Usually Kawhi and Paul George, they're resting against the Magic because, like, the Magic sucks. So they can rest them, guys. Mm-hmm. They were both playing because they were both coming back from COVID, from missing a week from COVID, both of them. Mm-hmm. I, I I watched this game and my mouth literally dropped the whole entire game because of how Kawhi Leonard didn't miss a shot, how Kawhi Leonard, Leonard bullied Aaron Gordon, who is, like I said before he got hurt, was all-defensive team, if it was first, third, or second, whatever you want to put him, was playing at an all-defensive level, bullied him, and was dunking on him. The former should-have-been-dunk champion twice, dunking on him. Fully two-hand dunking on him. I saw Paul George. I saw Paul George not miss one three. Literally not miss a three. I literally saw this team dominate. And I know it's the magic, whatever. I then proceeded to watch them... Again, I proceeded to watch them even more. And this team is so stacked for the reasons that you said, because their bench is mm-hmm. ridiculous. I mean, that when you're talking you never about get a br- you who is, never who get is the a bottom break. two guys, Zubach and, and Patrick Beverly, that are averaging eight. Yeah. I mean, that's it is true. It is ridiculous. I think that this team is is really just I, I last year they had it tough because in the playoffs they hit a slump. But when you talk about you know going on and destroying the Magic, destroying the Knicks, which they're gonna do, then coming back, putting up a fight with Brooklyn, but they had uh, I believe, I believe what's his name was someone was injured that game. They lost by four. They go down, kill Cleveland, and then they beat uh, beat Minnesota. This team is is just right now they're beating on beating up on bad teams. Look at the next couple games: Miami, Utah twice, Utah twice, Brooklyn, Memphis, Milwaukee, Boston. Like, they've got got they've got teams now. They've been beating up on some little teams. Now let's see what they're doing. I have full confidence this team can can beat any team when these two guys are playing healthy, because Kawhi Leonard is back to form. He's back to he's back yeah. to championship form, and that's good enough for me. But, and, and for the okay, Lakers, yeah. the, the only reason they're two is because right now they're they're winning games, obviously. But but they're the last like four games. I think it's the Pistons, Oklahoma City, and. Another bad team that they've taken like double overtime. Like the last four games have gone to overtime and double overtime. They've won because you know they're going to beat those teams. But 
They've struggled yeah. defensively. Anthony Davis, make note. I know it's Anthony Davis. So, like, again, it's the same thing with Giannis. The numbers are going to be there, whatever. He's actually struggling a little bit. He's not playing the best defensively. He's not getting to the free throw not, line as He's much. not getting rebounds. Not getting enough just, rebounds. He's not. Yeah. There's been there's been some calls out there on Twitter that he's soft. He's playing soft. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, don't, I don't like calling players soft, but. That is just the the Twitter people out there, you know the tweets. Listen, I have I have the Lakers second behind Utah. Look, LeBron James is all world, right. you know, and Anthony Davis is fine. They're still also loaded. We, we've talked about you know Dennis Trader and uh, Schroeder and and and. But Montez right now Harrell. in time, right now in time, I'll take Paul George, you know, prime Paul George, which he's playing right now as, and Kawhi Leonard back at championship form over LeBron second or third in MVP. And a, a lackluster uh, Anthony Davis. I'll take the, the Clippers right now. Right now, the, my number one team is Utah Jazz. I will take uh, Donovan Mitchell and Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley and Bogdanovich and Rudy Gobert and Jeff Ingles. Like, mm-hmm. This team is playing awesome. So so do you want to – because I get it. You, you They're number one right now. You don't want to give them any disrespect. Nope. I'll, I'll bet you this. The Utah Jazz yeah. – do not finish as a top two seed in the West. Ooh. Ooh. At, with a fast start in 25 games, finish, starting 20 and 5 is impressive. That I'm not yeah. willing to go three because I, I kind of see that gap. I don't know if Phoenix can get there. I don't know if Denver can recap and get there. They will not finish as a top two seed in the West. The top two seeds will belong to the Lakers and the Clippers. I can I'll I won't be surprised if they finish third. I'm not that gutsy to go lower than third. They will not finish as a top two seed. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. I I I don't disagree with you. I and it's because I said this. I yeah. said this in the beginning. I said I wouldn't be surprised that the Utah Jazz are a top three seed. Back when we did our early before the season started, because I know Donovan Mitchell is a really good player and he's a streaky player. What they're on right now is an incredible streak. I know that that right now they're on a, you know, they're on a obviously that a huge winning streak with one loss in the middle there. Yeah. So well. I think that they're on a great streak. I think that, like I said, Donovan Mitchell is a great player, but let's wait till it, di- it dies down a little because he he's shown that he can't. He's not that type of player yet where he can just average like 26 the whole season and whatever. He's gonna have games that they come down. Gobert is gonna have da- games where he where he comes down. They're gonna start maybe resting a few players, taking some some bad you know losses here and there. I just think regular season wise, they won't finish as a top. Two seed, in the yeah. And just just one other thing that I I just wanted to bring up because I think it's hysterical. Mm-hmm. I was looking at uh, a couple of players the other day and just kind of getting a sense like how their years are going. Yeah, John Morant, who was like the second best rookie world, last year, yeah, yeah, or all world last year. Won, or or G- was the best rookie last year. I, I don't think he scored over twenty points in any game this season. Yeah, he's been injured. Uh, they're missing Jaron Jackson Jr. I didn't look at their their record exactly, but I think they're trending towards the bottom in the in the the West. They're the ninth. They're ten and ten right now. They did yeah. games to COVID, whatever. Ten. And, that's actually better than I thought. I thought they were like under five hundred by a by a little bit. Um, yeah. So all right. I so I was wrong. This... He 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 hasn't scored over twenty points since the second game of the season. Yeah. Yeah, he's struggling. And they're still 10 and 10, and they're going to get Jaron Jackson Jr. back. Uh, that Look, these teams toward the bottom of the West are just kind of there. Like Sacramento it's a having mess. a pretty good It's a team. mess. Like Dallas Denver, is the big, biggest Golden disappointment. State. I don't want to talk too much about you know the other teams because we just yeah. we're recapping the top five. But I'm five. just saying, but, but look. But Dallas right. is look 12 and 14. 
That was a that was a Denver's two seed. I thought they were going to be a two seed. I thought they were going to be a two seed. Golden State's thirteen and twelve. Sacramento's twelve and twelve. New Orleans Denver's 11 13, 13. 11. That was a that was a team that was Jokic's MVP in the like the first two weeks. Just these crazy. teams it's are crazy like crazy right now. Wow, it is. It's just it's. I told you it's it's seven eight great teams and everybody else. Yep, I agree. And uh, well, I look forward to to revamping our list next week and still having Utah I, on top. I don't think it's gonna still. I don't think it's gonna change very much for us because I think that these top teams are just gonna keep on winning and. Uh, well, the, and the well, trade maybe season's for more coming. I'm maybe for that. more fun, Age. Maybe for more fun. Next week we do our top, our five worst teams. We could because then we'll have five completely I'll, different. That could be fun for. I would. I would do that. I'm down to do that. And talk but, about uh, how we can improve them. I can't wait for the the NBA trade season to come because I'm telling you right now, there are teams out there that that not only like it's it's not like a they need to make a trade. A yeah. they will make a trade because in the NBA, like when you have a team like Dallas and 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 uh, Boston and philly like these teams are going to make a trade because they know the other teams around them and what they're capable of they know what they need to do trust me these teams are going to make trades guys like andre drummond guys like nikola vucic like we talked about they're going to be calls for them there's going to be calls for big big guys and all that so it's a lot of stuff to uh break down right now in the uh in the nba but those were our, our top five power rankings Tune in uh, uh, next week. We'll, we're going to keep going with the power rankings, but also talk more about news in, in football, more draft coverage, more uh, more stuff about the draft, because the draft's going to sneak up on us. Free agency in the draft, they're going to come. So uh, thanks for tuning in. That's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends and your family if you enjoyed. Follow me on all socials, on especially on TikTok. I'm posting daily sports content as well as answering all your fantasy football questions. If you leave me a comment on any of my videos, I'll make a video responding to it. Uh, get me to 1,000 followers. We're almost there by football season. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at the Sports Appeal Podcast. My TikTok handle is Sports Appeal AJ. My Instagram is the Sports Appeal Podcast. Follow me on all those. You can also listen to any other episodes of the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just le- search up the sports appeal also you can go to my homepage anchor.fm slash aj teal to get to all the external links 